I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Eleven to one on LMFM with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms to see or test drive the amazing Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Call our sales team or log on to Gilmore's.ie. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring, here for you. It is LMFM Radio. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Good morning. Lots to get through on the show today. Going to kick it off with OREM. There's OREM losing my religion. You're listening to LMFM Radio. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And I don't think you'd want to have a heart of stone, I think, to not be affected by the interview that Michael Reid finished up his programme with. I mean... Yeah, someone's messaging in saying that it was probably the hardest interview he's ever had to do. I would say yes is the answer to that. You know, Michael can uh, grill politicians. He can do tough interviews with the likes of TDs and ministers and everything else. But I'd say that is probably the hardest interview that he's had to do. I mean, to hear a mother plead for help for her child, I, I you know, I just... I can't wrap my head around how they're only getting one hour of, of support and help with regards to this. I mean, we have to do better. We have to do better as a country. I mean, time and time again, we hear about how, you know, there's a huge rise in, you know, mental health issues amongst everybody in this country. I don't think there's any age group that's not kind of affected by this particularly our young people. There's a huge increase in anxiety, depression uh, in our young people. And what's being done? Like, what's being done? One hour, one pathetic hour of help for, for this lady is just not good enough. It's really not good enough. There's so many messages coming in here uh, on the back of this. I just want to mention some of them here because you've taken the time to, to reach out to us and we so appreciate it on 86 658 uh, Somebody saying somebody has to help this mother. If we don't help this mother, we failed as parents and failed as a, a community we have. I'm a mother of a 15-year-old and I would fight like this mother is. Why is there no specialist unit in Drogheda for children? Where is the government? I'm so angry listening to this. This isn't a problem today. It's a problem the past 40 years. People ignore as long as it's not their problem. May God be with this mother in her struggles. I would agree with everything that this caller has has uh, uh, messaged in with because, yes, you know, as a mother, you're listening to the pain that that this lady is going through, you know, she's having to wake up in the middle of the night to check that her daughter is still there and hasn't harmed herself. 
you know, she's a prisoner in her own home, as she mentioned. And then you do get angry. You do get angry because you're thinking one hour, like one hour a week is what's been offered to, to these, these people. It's just horrendous. It really is horrendous. Thank you so much for your messages on that. Uh, no doubt Michael is going to follow on this on tomorrow's programme and I will pass on all the messages that are coming in to him so he can mention them on, on his programme tomorrow. Uh, so thank you for, so much for, for reaching out. We can only hope and pray that the powers that be are listening to the passionate pleas and desperate pleas of this mother that is going through this at the moment. Um We've lots to, to to get through on the programme this morning. Um, but first, I think I need a little bit more of a breather. Let's have a bit more music. Here's Adele. Stuff is good, but there's nothing like the classics, is there? There's Adele with Hello. Imagine experiencing the brilliance of one of history's greatest artists in a 360 degree light and sound. Spectacular. This is coming to Dublin. It's the Van Gogh Immersive Visual Art Experience. It's coming to the RDS. I'm going to get a chat now with the project director of this, Gillian Wilson. She's going to join us just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Imagine experiencing the brilliance of one of history's greatest artists in a 360 degree light and sound spectacular. Art lovers, prepare to immerse yourselves in the work of Van Gogh as his Van Gogh experience is coming to Dublin's RDS in May. It's a 20,000 square foot light and sound spectacular featuring two story projections of the artist's most compelling works. It's all digital, hands-free experience suitable for anybody and tickets go on sale very very soon joining me now to tell us more about this is the project director behind Dublin's Van Gogh experience Gillian Wilson is on the line how you doing Gillian? Good morning how are you? I'm good I'm good now, there's a number of different ways that people like to pronounce Van Gogh Van Gogh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which it is either I think up to each each person to decide that part <laughs> Oh I'm so glad you said that because I thought I'd, say, I'd said it wrong but I've seen the images of this experience and all I can say is wow it is so breathtaking what you guys have created well, yeah, so Theatre of Light have actually partnered with No Lab, who are an award-winning creative studio. So they actually produce the interdisciplinary experiences around art, design and technology. So what's fantastic is not only do you have the amazing artworks of Van Gogh, but they're transformed into artwork in and of itself, this digital artwork which people get to experience. Yeah, it's it just looks so immersive. I mean, I, I know I mentioned art lovers there in the opening, but this really is for anybody. And I think, you know, school tours, uh, groups can really go along and visit this and get something from it. I totally agree. And, and if you think about it as, I don't know if you've been to one, Sinead, or, or I'm sure some of your listeners may have been to it or seen it. It's very Instagram friendly. If you know, a lot yes. of people that go, there have been shows in the States, in Europe and um, across Asia. So what it's like a cinematic experience, if you imagine that. So you're watching this incredible movie reel all around you on the floor, the walls, and you're feeling surrounded by the artwork on display. But what NOLAB have done is taken that kind of augmented reality version and 
optics game, as it were, and they use different technology approaches, including artificial intelligence. So then what happens is the visitor actually feels like they're literally inside the artwork and it's a living and breathing thing. Now, much easier to experience than it is to describe (laughs) and much better understood if you get to the exhibition as well. Well, you're doing a very good job of it, I have to say. And you know, when you say Van Gogh, you know, people are going to say, you know, oh, they know the Starry Night and Sunflowers, you know, people uh, know those works. But this is, you know, not just his work, but his life kind of people can learn about as well. That's it. You get to walk through the kind of fascinating and tragic life of Van Gogh. And, it, you know, the, the artwork is carefully created and, and chosen to fully absorb you. And then what NOLAB have done is then interpreted it as to maybe what it would be like in the future. So this idea of it being the artificial intelligence and it moving around you and making you feel totally immersed in your destination. That is fantastic. And, you know, for somebody, I mean, like when you think back to, to him and his life, I mean, like he had such a tragic life, as you mentioned there. And it's it's such an awful, you know, notion that he was not really celebrated in his own lifetime, wasn't he? And often like many artists, actually, yeah. it, it tends to be what happens, particularly of that time. And most of the Impressionist artists were only really celebrated in much later times. Um, and, you know, what's interesting now is I think the, these immersive um, displays, and particularly this one, brings that whole genre to a, a totally new audience because some yeah. people may feel, you know, a bit, a bit um, exposed going to a gallery and not knowing what they're looking at or not knowing how they're supposed to respond. But we very much say this attraction is for everybody because it's an individual experience. What the person beside you might experience will be very different to what you might. You might see something different or, or have a different idea of what, what's happening. And, and we also then have, um, NOLAB have created three contemporary artworks, which is also exhibited at the same time. So um, you'll also get to see these incredible light and artwork, much more modern displays juxtaposed to the Van Gogh Impressionist artwork as well. And, you know, what you've said there, I love that, the idea of making art accessible to people because, yeah. you know, you've hit the nail in the head there. there. There can be an awful lot of kind of trepidation for people going into an art gallery and going, God, I don't really know like what this is about. And, you know, people might be using uh, different terminology that you're not used to. But this is making, t- making Van Gogh accessible to all, which is brilliant. Definitely. And I'd imagine there has to be so much work involved in putting something like this together on such a huge scale. Yeah, so if you imagine you have the design piece, which is about taking the existing artwork and effectively rendering that into something and designing it into something that would make sense then to be projected and, and to be delivered on the walls and the floor, you then have somebody that has to interpret that to then hand it over to our technical team, who are local company Catapult. Um, what they then have to do is hang the projectors, make sure they're in the right place. So if you can imagine, it's really quite the, the endeavour and the undertaking to get it from so. the painting itself to the experience that people will experience from May in the RDS. Yes, so this is coming for the whole summer, which is brilliant. Uh, Such a great time to to experience this, particularly when galleries and everything have been closed for so long. It's so welcome to to, to get this back um, in our lives again. So how can people get tickets? They're available from next week, is it? So general sale is on from next Tuesday, the 22nd of February, but we actually have a limited um, capacity run at the moment on pre-sale discounted early bird tickets. So get onto vangodublin.ie and you can get your tickets from there. We're, we're selling through Ticketmaster and we have adult concession and children tickets available and under fives go free. 
under fives go free. Fantastic. And you don't have to worry about little hands, you know, maybe no, touching paint. There's a lovely experience afterwards where we have an art wall, which is a Van Gogh colouring wall that the kids will love as well whenever they whenever they finish the projection part. Oh my God, Gillian, that is music to my ears. You, kids can draw on the walls in the gallery. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. It sounds like a fantastic experience. The best of luck with it, uh, bringing it to Dublin. And thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for the call. Thanks a million. Gillian Wilson there. This looks amazing. I've posted a picture, by the way, on LMFM's Twitter so you can get a little idea of this. And, you know, Gillian has described it so well. It really does feel like you are moving around in this 360 degree painting that's moving all around you. It looks incredible. As uh, she said, pre-sale tickets are available from today. VanGoDublin.ie is where you'll get all the information and the general admission tickets go on sale next week. It runs from May 16th to August 4th. This request is coming in from Andrea wishing you a great day so I hope you're having a good birthday now on the way I am doing something a little bit new on a Thursday it is Sinead's top three on the tube yes not the actual mode of transportation on the television I've got three great TV recommendations for you that's all to come 11 to 1 on LMFM join Yes, it's time for Sinead's top three on the tube. Uh, It's my TV recommendation list for you. And by order of the Peaky Blinders, you need to put the 27th of February into your diary. Tommy Shelby and the crew, they are back on the BBC. Oh, it's exciting stuff. BBC One, 27th of February. People will know this show follows the lives of the notorious Shelby family, a gang rising to prominence in post-war Birmingham. It's returning for its sixth and final, I know, final series later this month. And a striking mural of the series gang leader Tommy Shelby had been painted uh, on the side of a building overlooking the old Crown pub in Birmingham. So uh, it has the release date and everything on it. It looks amazing. Uh, Killian Murphy, of course, playing uh, playing the infamous Tommy Shelby, says, uh, you know, this is going to be a difficult series because Helen McCrory, who played Polly, of course, sadly passed away from cancer. Brave battle that she, she fought with cancer. She's obviously not going to be part of this series, so it's going to be quite different. But I'd say, Peaky fans, it's going to be explosive. 27th of February. Getting to tonight, Fert States, Ireland. I love it. It's on RTE2 at 9.30pm. It's just fantastic. Tonight, we're going to meet 27-year-old Maria Barker from Cork. She's going to meet alpha male Dublin insurance salesman, a fella called Delapo, <laughs> in tonight's episode. Uh, she described it as super exciting experience and shook off any sort of pre-date nerves. Apparently, she was asked to feature in the dating show in August of last year and was among 48 couples cast out of 10,000 applications. Uh, she loves the TV industry herself. She's just completed a master's in screenwriting and was very grateful for the opportunity. She said <laughs> she was hoping producers of the show would introduce her to a fella that would propose to her on a gondola in Venice by night. So I don't know if that actually happened or not. <laughs> uh, you'll have to tune in tonight or to E2, 9.30pm. Now, another really good series. This is a mini-series. This is my number three of my top three for you. 
This is starting on Sky Atlantic tomorrow night. It's a four-part thriller. It's called The Fear Index and it stars Josh Harnett and it was inspired by the novel of the same name by Robert Harris. So it's kind of a hallucinatory journey of a scientist, Dr. Alex Hoffman, who's put his skills at the service of the very rich, developing an AI capable of predicting the trend of the financial market. So he's the main uh, protagonist to this. And I'm going to give you a little taster of the trailer. Here it is, the fear index. Fear is driving the world like never before. Humans act in very predictable ways when they're frightened. And we've only gone and found a way to make money out of it. Alex makes a lot of money for a lot of people. They love him. We built an algorithm ideally suited to trading in the financial markets. Traders call it the fear index. It is always the unknown that is most frightening. Jeez. He's not in his right mind. He can't be trusted. Something very strange is happening. I am being framed. My work computer's been compromised. I need you to let me help you. Do you have any idea who might want to destroy Dr. Hoffman? Oh, it looks so good. It's starting on Sky Atlantic tomorrow night, the 18th. It's a four-part miniseries uh, starting there. I think it's starting at nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock tomorrow night. So there you go. There's Sinead's top three on the tube. Yeah, Frank and Walters, after all. Now, there ain't no show like a Joe show, is there? I have a competition today for tickets to Joe Dolan's Remembering Joe show. But before I tell you about that, there's two great shows happening on Friday night. We've got the Joe Dolan Fantastic Remembering Joe concert. That's happening Headford Arms Hotel in Kells. The show starts at 8.30. Also on Saturday night, the legendary Furies take to the stage in the Carrickdale. Show starts there at 8. Also, Tommy Fleming is in the Knightsbrook Hotel in Trim. That's Sunday, March 6th. And he's also in the TLT Saturday, March 12th. But I have tickets to the Remembering Joe show. This is happening in the Headford Arms Hotel Kells at 8.30pm on Friday night. If you would like to go along with a pair of tickets, all you have to do is name the title of this Joe Dolan song. So easy. Name the Joe Dolan song. You could be going along to the Knightsbrook Hotel to see the Remembering Joe concert 086-1800-658 for your answers please we're going to take a quick break we're back with the Northeast Update and one of the most successful artists of our time is celebrating a birthday today 11 to 1 on LMFM LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 77 Temperatures out there, 6 to 9 degrees. Sunset is at 5.40pm. Sunrise tomorrow, 7.38am. On this day in 1991, one of the most successful artists of our time, Ed Sheeran, was born. He's released uh, three albums to date, plus... 
uh, Multiply and Divide and they're being incredibly successful uh, he's celebrating a birthday today and today is Random Acts of Kindness Day so be, be the good you want to see in the world so something as simple as smiling as, at somebody or grabbing your friend for a cup of coffee can make all the difference so Random Acts of Kindness today LMFM Northeast Update Ed Sheeran and Bad Habits Still to come on the show our vet Hazel Mullins from Highfield Veterinary Clinic is with us with lots of advice for cat owners plus an 8 year old from County Meath performs the ultimate act of kindness that's all to come 11 to 1 on LMFM Discover the latest in home On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That's Lady Gaga, Bad Romance. You're listening to Sinead Brazel. I'm here until one. And if you are a Joe Dolan fan, I have a great competition for you. I do. In fact... There's two great shows happening this weekend in the Northeast. Friday night is the Remembering Joe concert. That takes place at the Headford Arms Hotel in Kells, starting at 8.30pm. Saturday night, the legendary Furies take to the stage in the Carrickdale, with the show starting at 8pm, which is great. But I have tickets to the Joe show. There ain't no show like a Joe show. And this is Remembering Joe concert happening in the Headford Arms Hotel, Kells, Friday night at 8.30pm. I have a pair of tickets up for grabs. Lots of people getting the answer. I'm going to give you the the little taster of the song again. It's a very famous Joe Dolan song. Just tell me the name of it, please. Yeah, you know the answer. You do, you do, you do. Know the answer. It's a cliff, you there. 086-1800-658. For your answers, please, if you'd like to go along and we'll pick a winner a little bit later on in the show. Now it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM with a Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art, rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms, wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Hi, I'm Louise. Channing Tatum says he's excited to be back acting again after a five-year break. The actor, whose last lead in a film was in 2017, stars in and directs the movie Dog, which is out in cinemas this week. Channing says he never meant to step away from the spotlight and is looking forward to being part of Hollywood again. There wasn't any real time limit that I gave and time just kind of got away and then COVID and everything is just one of those things and but I'm, I'm really truly happy to be back and creating again and, and got the fire in me again to kind of just play and be free and to see where we go. Kanye West says he takes accountability for his actions after seemingly attacking his ex Kim Kardashian and her boyfriend Pete Davidson in several Instagram posts. The rappers also acknowledged his use of all capital letters when posting, making it appear as if he was screaming. He says he's working on his communication. Rex Orange County has dropped a new single. It's called Amazing and it has landed ahead of the release of his next album called Who Cares, which will be out on March 11th. Don't change a thing, you are amazing. I can't believe you come and say, me. you stay here, spend every day here. I don't mind. That's the buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all 
I mentioned a little bit earlier on that today is Random Acts of Kindness Day and a big hearted girl from Navin is planning on doing a very nice random act of kindness. She's planning on cutting her hair to raise money for a charity, a very special charity and for a very special reason. This is all in memory of her little cousin who sadly passed away in 2019. This girl is called Maggie Riley. She's only eight and she's donating her hair to the Princess Foundation whilst raising funds for the Laurel Lynn Children's Hospice Charity. Her little cousin James, he died at just 20 months. He was diagnosed with a lot of different complications uh, at birth, but a refractory epileptic encephalopathy um, is is what he was diagnosed with. So he had a very difficult uh, time in hospital and all of that and in his short life and Maggie really doted on her little cousin James and was devastated when he when he died so she's doing this um, to help the charity and in his honour she's doing this you can find all the details of this on idonate.ie so if you go on to idonate.ie and just search up for Maggie Riley and any little donation at all would really make Maggie's day and would help so much to the charity and to what she's doing for the Princess Fund as well. Had to mention her today as it is Random Acts of Kindness Day. Well done, Maggie. There's Louis Capaldi. Apparently he's teamed up with Dan Smith from Bastille and they're writing some music together. So we could expect some new music from him this year. Now it is time to return to our regular Vets and Their Pets series with Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin and Hazel Mullins is going to be joining us and she's going to be chatting about felines, our feline friends. That's on the way. 11 to 1 on LMFM. The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series is brought to you by Highfield Veterinary, Commons Road, Navin. Catering for all your pets and farm animal needs. For more information or to make an appointment, visit highfield.ie. Follow Highfield Veterinary Navin on Facebook. It's time to return to our regular Vets and Their Pets series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Commons Road, Navin. I'm delighted to have our resident vet, Hazel Mullins, on the line. This week, Hazel is discussing cats, specifically urinary issues in cats. How are you doing, Hazel? I'm great, Nate. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, I'm good. So I've one question for you there straight away because I've got two cats, a, f- a male kitten and a female. And my first question is, how often should they be going to the toilet? How often should they be peeing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you, you, you have um, you've put me on the spot now, Sinead. But, um, <laughs> look, in fa- I would say it's very hard to say because obviously they're different cats of drinking habits and, you know... I couldn't put an exact figure on it, but yeah. generally, I would say two to three times a day. But okay. obviously, if it's getting excessive, then maybe, you know, if it's every kind of half an hour or, you know, if they're drinking it, like if the bowl of water is, is being emptied and they're drinking a lot and it's anything out of the ordinary, really. So yeah. if you're kind of get used to what your cat is doing day to day and then they do something different, then it's probably something to kind of go, okay, is there something going on here? Do I need to bring the cat, my cat, to the vet? Is there is there an underlying condition? And yeah, so it's kind of like asking how long is a piece of string. It's very hard. <laughs> Every cat is very different, and it's it is it's when something out of the ordinary um, occurs, really. So if they're if they if they never really drink water, you know, some cats aren't really fussed about water. Some cats love water. Yeah, it depends. Um, yeah, you know. So if you're drinking them, if you're feeding them wet food or dry food you know that'll that'll dictate how much water they're drink, drinking as well and um but yeah generally so today really 
it's all about kind of things out of the ordinary. Yes. And cats, cats are creatures of habit. And if anything kind of interferes with that, you know, general day-to-day routine, they can get very upset. And I'm sure, um, Sinead, you have examples oh, of this too with your two. Yeah. And yeah, like they, they have such personalities. You know, dogs just kind of, you know, they get on with things, and they, but cats are very fussy. And so urinary problems in cats. So generally, when you think of urinary product, product um, or cystitis in a dog or something like that, more than likely it's bacterial. But with cats, actually, it's probably a sterile type of cystitis. Not all the time. Obviously, with, with diagnostics and the vets, you can figure out if there's bacteria involved or not. But a lot of the time, actually, it's very stress-induced. Cystitis is actually a stress response in cats. Okay. And so anything like, um, so we were talking last week about behavioural changes in dogs, you know, when, when people are going back to work, that could trigger a cat as well. So this is all kind of something that could happen when maybe the cat's so used to you being around and now they're not. Or even a, a new suite of furniture, a new cat. Like, I know you've got a new cat today. Yeah, there's uh, a lot a going on cat. in our house with the even, new cat and the older cat, yeah. Yeah, and a new baby, um... Like, honestly, my, my colleague Sarah was telling me that, that she had a cat into her and they got new cushions and wow. she got a, and the cat got a stress-induced um, cystitis. So it is very... So the signs, really, you're looking out for are things out of the ordinary. So peeing, maybe um, not in the litter of tray, mm. peeing in the bath, like, you know, porcelain, some cats, like... And also, if you're watching them, like, I know cats don't like to be watched, but if you do kind of see them going for a pee and they're straining and maybe there's not like there's drips coming out, especially in male cats. This is probably more of a of a of a serious issue in male cats because it can actually lead to a blockage um, because of their anatomy and um, blockages in, in male cats can be quite common. And it's generally a stress induced blockage that can cause it. So and it would be crystals in the urine that would, okay. would cause the blockage. So generally with a male cat then signs of that kind of emergency thing would be yeah really straining to go to the toilet even howling with pain um you could you could check as well you know whether the the bladder like vets can also you know teach you how to see how full a bladder is so a bladder should feel like a soft water balloon you know maybe a smaller like if they say it's kind of the size of if it's a size of the peach and rock hard there could be a serious blockage going on and you know generally just just in front of their front uh, back legs you'll feel that 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 bladder but these are kind of the signs so anything out of the ordinary with the toileting mm-hmm. could be a sign and and there could be blood in the urine as well and that that doesn't mean there's infection it actually can just mean that there's this seral um cystitis going on and in male cats then it can lead especially to a blockage and then that's an, a medical emergency and you need to get to your vet ASAP. Okay, and uh, mm. in terms of, say, like uh, with our cats, you know, we do have the litter trays and stuff, but the, mm. the female doesn't really use a litter tray. She loves to go out and about and okay. never seems to kind of use the tray. So if there was an issue with her, you know, would I just, like you said, you know, see her just peeing maybe around the house? Yeah, you would. And again, peeing in unusual places as well. Yeah. And again, and also with the litter trays the general rule with litter trays is that it's uh two so your number of cats plus one so you should have three litter trays in yep. your in your house um Sinead and they should be kind of in different places yeah. as well they don't like covered they don't like a lot of cats don't like their litter trays you know like in a corner covered they kind of 
like it, you know, where it's kind of bright and airy. Um, again, not somewhere where there's a lot of traffic of people. So probably, you know, not in the kitchen or somewhere like that. And again, cleaned out regularly. But sometimes these things can actually, like litter tray aversions can happen too that might, like that could be a separate issue. Maybe, um, you know, if uh, the cat, say you were trying to tablet your cat and she was in the litter tray and you tried to give her a tablet, that would not a good time. That would associate <laughs> a bad, you know, not a good time for the cat. I, I can see why of, people would yeah. do that though, because it's yeah, like, exactly. how do you get them yeah. distracted? Isn't that it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think we have to be again. As I said, cats are very, um, they're wonderful animals, but they can be sensitive. So mm. we just need, to, and they, they're very, you know, litter trays are their haven. So yeah, and look, some cats just prefer going outside, yeah. and it is kind of having a look and. And just making sure that, you know, there's no straining going on. And mm. again, if you're noticing her going to the, the loo in, in the house, that, that's unusual for her. So that could be a, a, red, a red flag. And what about the, the smell then? Because uh, does a ma- male cat's urine smell a lot more stronger than, say, a female's would? It generally shouldn't if they're neutered. Tom okay. cats definitely um well, and this remember, guy's not neutered just yet little yes, uh, little so, guy yeah he's not done. yeah so he's probably too too young to have the real testosterone um working on you know causing that kind of tomcat smell but generally um no it should they shouldn't unless and like if there is a bad smell that could mean that they have a, a bacterial um again more common maybe in older cats to have a bacterial infection mm-hmm. again younger cats is generally this this stress induced um, cystitis that they have it's a sterile cystitis but again when you bring them into the vet they'll be able to take a urine sample Gen- actually the vet can give you I know you're probably thinking how do you get a urine sample yeah from that was my cat? next question <laughs> yeah so um, sometimes it actually has to be done as a procedure in the vet okay. maybe from a swole- from a taken from the bladder directly but then there is um, little crystals that you can put into a litter tray and when they go to the when they go to the litter tray then those the the urine is in the crystals and uh, you can take the samples from that so there is ways fantastic. but yeah it's not as easy as with a dog no no um, not as easy but there are ways yeah. as as you say and you know in terms of prevention and treatment and that kind of thing what can we do if we if yeah. we do have a problem so prevention really is trying to keep your cat's routine um day to day like as a routine daily routine and you know if you are bringing in new things into their lives like babies or other cats or dogs or or whatnot you just have to be kind of aware that this might be a stress, stressful situation so there is you know the pheromones plug-in pheromones yeah they're the great ways, mm. um, they're really good for so if you can a- anticipate the stress so if you know you're going to have a, a baby in the next couple of weeks or something like that start on the fellaway a couple of weeks before um, the baby arrives and or say if you're p- picking up your new suite of furniture anything it's it's amazing what some cats just get an aversion to and I think um, there is if you ha- had a cat that also had this cystitis episode before there's lots of nutraceuticals and and also prescription um, feed or you know prescription cat food that you can go on to kind of increase the the bladder health and just make sure that everything is working from you know that all the you know and no crystals will will form yeah. um that easily in your cat but generally anticipating maybe a stressful situation and getting getting those things in that makes your cat more comfortable 
is, is key is key okay mm-hmm. uh, we do have some listener questions for you on cats slightly different uh, aspect of cats but Michelle is wondering how often she should feed her cat she is on a special sort of um, uh, weight maintaining food she has gained weight this particular cat she's always meowing for food says Michelle <laughs> I know the feeling because the, the cats kind of can eat out of boredom and stuff can't they yeah and every cat like some cats, cats some cats have very interesting very little interest in food and then some cats love food and I know my cat, she'll only eat, um, I think, like, whiskers, premium. I, you know, my mum has to buy a certain uh, cat food for her all the time. <laughs> and then and we've tried lots of others. But, again, I think it all depends. If she's on a weight loss diet, I'm sure the vet has, has recommended this and that there's a certain amount of... It's all about how, mon- how many grams you're feeding yeah. per day. So, generally, you want to feed to the weight that you want the cat not for the way so it's all about um it's generally yeah looking at the bag of food you know looking making sure you know what weight your cat is now and if you want maybe you know a two kilo weight loss then you need to feed it towards that that weight and again twice a day should be plenty um really to feed your cat and yeah look the meowing, I, I, I don't yeah. have any magic, magic cure. They love for that. begging. They do. They love begging the cats. Yeah, maybe try and distract some little toys and, mm. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no magic cure. No magic cure. Uh, Richard has been on. He says uh, he reckons his cat might have some issues with his eyes. He doesn't seem to see the food that he's placed in front of him. He's kind of sniffing around it and then eventually kind of finding it. And then he said he did walk into the door the other day. He was distracted by a loud noise, though, and went into the door. So would there be a little issue there maybe I think um, Richard probably should definitely um, bring his cat to the vet um, really because look cats can get a lot of eye issues retinal issues and things like that so look a quick eye exam at the vet will be able to rule rule in or out whether there's there's issues maybe on the lens or whether there's issue further back in the eye on with the retina and I think that that's kind of the protocol really for, for your cat in that, in that instance. Yeah, great advice as always, Hazel. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Sinead. Talk soon. Highfield.ie if you want more information you can get their phone numbers if you want to make an appointment for your your animal at home whatever you need and Hazel will be back with us next week if you have any questions for her in the meantime do send them in to me 086 1800 658 going to take a quick break we're back with Gavin James 11 to 1 on LMFM LMFM Radio playing the best of Irish music. There's Gavin James with Always. I always have so much crack with these two when they come on the show and I know that you love them as well. It's the Dirt Birds. They are coming back to the northeast next week. They're coming to the Crescent Theatre in Drogheda the 25th and 26th. I think the 25th is sold out but there's tickets left for the 26th and we're going to be chatting to Sinead and Sue the Dirt Birds on Monday's show but I just was on their Facebook page there earlier on and came across a brilliant sketch. They have amazing sketches on their on their Facebook page. This one is, you know... When you've settled down for the evening and the doorbell goes and you're going, Anna, who is that? And it's somebody trying to sell you something. Well, they have some great ways of how to get rid of cold callers from your door. Hi, I'm 
from Airview TV. We've got a brand new bundle today and just wondering if you'd be interested. Lots of new things on. Are you the owner of the house today? No, I am au pair from Italy. I'm no English, no English. Owner's a house, later come back. Later okay. come back. Are you okay. speaking in that weird voice? Shut your face, man. Hello, I'm from a new energy company called Energetic Kia. <laughs> And we're just a dog. Oh, oh right, okay. I'm afraid of dogs. Is it a vicious dog? No. Oh, she is, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, to take the leg off you. Big Rottweiler. Huge. Get back, Buster. Get back. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, sorry now. It's all right. All right, okay. Well done, Fluffy. Well done, you scared the shite out of her. I'm representing Sean Mooney in the elections and he's done an amazing amount of work in Do you know what? I'm going to stop you there. I actually know who I'm going to vote for, so I don't want to waste any of your time. Okay. Thank you very much. Sorry, can I just ask you, sorry, uh, who, who are you voting for, if you don't mind me asking? Um, just, uh, oh, I'm I'm voting for uh, um, Annette Murphy. Oh, right, okay. I don't know that name. Is she... Oh, she's she's an independent, so you, you, maybe okay. you don't know her. Well, she's, she's actually, that name is not on the list at all. Is um, it not? No. Oh, no. She must have pulled out. That's politicians for you. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. The Dirt Birds. We're going to be chatting to them on Monday's show. They are coming to the Crescent Theatre in Drogheda next week. You can find all of the details. Dirtbirds.net forward slash tour. That's where you get the details. And they're on Facebook as well. They're getting back to today. And if you're on the job hunt, the HSE is looking for a relief attendant for an if and when contract in the Loud Me, the Mental Health Services to apply please email your CV to gary.carroll at hsc.ie Meath County Council requires an information systems analyst developer to apply. You can check current vacancies on their website. There's also an information booklet and application form. Trust Guard Security Group requires security slash mobile patrol officers to apply. You can contact info at trustguard.ie. Rice and Ruddy Motors requires a fully qualified motor mechanic with at least one year of experience. The application deadline is March 31st. You can send your CV to noel at ricerudy.ie that's noel at ricerudy.ie Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie 11 to 1 on LMFM Draw the Spring Clean takes place Last call for the Remembering Joe show. It's on in the Hedford Arms Hotel in Kells. If you'd like to go along, 86 658 Just tell me the name of this song. You know it, 86 658 Yes, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, Orla Mead, NRD. You're going along to the Remembering Joe concert happening in the Hedford Arms Hotel in Kells. We'll be in touch with you after the show. It's happening tomorrow night. And thank you so much to everybody who entered that. It's going to be a great uh, show in the Hedford tomorrow night. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you to everybody who contributed. We'll leave you with Niall Horan and Anne-Marie. 11 to 1 on LMFM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 